Here is a quick overview about the biggest market movers and shakers. In the foreign exchange markets the Swiss franc traded mixed overnight within the G10 universe. The yen outperformed. The Bloomberg US dollar index and USDCHF were only a little changed. NOC declined on falling oil prices. In bond markets, Australian three-year yields jumped as much as 29 BPS amid rising bets that the RBA will raise rates next year and is now up 22 BPS to 1.15%. US two-year yields are up 3 BPS to 0.53%, while 10-year yields gain 1 BP to 1.55%. In Wednesday's US trading session, 10-year yields fell 6 BPS. The collapse in global sovereign debt yield curves accelerated as investors weighed Australian inflation data, the UK budget and rate hike talk from different central banks. Yields on 30-year treasuries dropped as much as 11 BPS, falling below 2% for the first time in a month, as the spread between 5 and 30 years narrowed to as little as 78 BPS. Prices for China high-yield dollar bonds fell as much as 1 cent on the dollar Thursday, according to traders. China's central bank injected liquidity into the banking system for a seventh day. In stock markets, the S&P 500 fell 0.5% on Wednesday. The Nasdaq Composite was relatively unchanged, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average and Russell 2000 closed lower. Nine of the 11 S&P 500 sectors closed lower with energy being the weakest link. The communication services and consumer discretionary sectors closed higher. Overnight, S&P 500 futures edged higher. In the commodities market, oil prices declined for a second straight day overnight, dropping alongside other major commodities, after US crude stockpiles expanded and investors weighed the possibility that Iran may revive official exports. Overall US crude inventories swelled by 4.27 million barrels last week, according to Energy Information Administration data although they slumped again at the key storage hub in Cushing, Oklahoma, the delivery point for WTI futures. Meanwhile, Iran will return to nuclear talks before the end of next month. Deputy Foreign Minister Ali Bagheri Kani made the announcement after a constructive meeting with top EU diplomat Enrique Mora. The US will discuss Iran with European peers gathered for the G20 meeting in Rome this weekend. Copper prices stabilized having fallen the previous two days. Precious metals are only a little changed. Here are the main news stories overnight. China warns US that support for Taiwan poses huge risks. China condemned the US's latest overture toward Taiwan, warning that ties between the two countries faced huge risks just weeks after Presidents Joe Biden and Xi Jinping agreed to hold a video summit. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's call for greater participation by Taiwan in UN organizations violated the one-China understanding between Beijing and Washington, Foreign Ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian told a regular news briefing Wednesday. Zhao dismissed the remarks as an attempt to generate sympathy for Taiwan's cause on the world stage. China junk bonds drop as coupon deadline looms. Focus is turning to whether China Evergrande Group will stave off default again this week as creditors prepare to negotiate a debt restructuring that would rank among the largest ever in China. The developer is due to pay a $45.17 million bond coupon originally due September 29 by Friday, when a 30-day grace period expires.
Evergrande last week avoided default on a larger interest payment by wiring the funds days before a Saturday deadline. It still has $19.2 billion in outstanding dollar bonds and more than $300 billion in liabilities. Failure to pay may trigger cross-defaults on some of the company's notes. China has this week urged developers to make payments on their offshore bonds, and asked Evergrande's billionaire founder Hui Kea Yang to tap his personal wealth to help solve the company's deepening debt crisis. Biden makes final push for economic deal before European summits. The White House is stepping up pressure on congressional Democrats to finalize a framework on its economic agenda before President Joe Biden leaves Thursday for summits in Europe, but persistent division within the party threaten an easy resolution. Despite weeks of assurances from Democratic leaders that they were reaching a consensus on tax and spending provisions, progressives and moderates on Wednesday continued to hash out differences on the plan, worth as much as $2 trillion, with little concrete signs of progress. Representative Richard Neal said a proposed billionaire income tax is off the table, while Senator Ron Wyden said it's still on. The House is discussing a 3% surtax, on top of the top income rate, for those earning more than $10 million. Paid family leave is out of the plan due to opposition from Joe Manchin, People Familiar said. UK slams France Brexit threats on fishing as tensions rise. The UK government hit back at France over its proposed retaliatory measures in a dispute over fishing access, as post-Brexit tensions between the two countries rose further. France's threats are disappointing and disproportionate, 10 Downing Street said in a statement Wednesday, after a French government spokesman said they may disrupt the flow of trade with Britain and energy supplies to the Channel Islands due to a lack of fishing licenses given to French boats since Brexit. The measures being threatened do not appear to be compatible with the Trade and Cooperation Agreement and wider international law, Downing Street said, referring to the post-Brexit trade deal signed on Christmas Eve last year. The measures will be met with an appropriate and calibrated response. BOJ stands pat, signals delayed recovery as election looms. The Bank of Japan stood pat on its stimulus while signaling more delays in the economy's post-pandemic recovery just days before new Prime Minister Fumio Kishida faces his first national election. While the BOJ kept its interest rates and asset-buying plans unchanged Thursday, it cut its projection for economic growth this fiscal year to reflect setbacks from summer's COVID surge and supply chain problems. It also downgraded its view on exports and production, citing the supply constraints. The BOJ also slashed its inflation forecast to zero for the fiscal year 2021. The price downgrade was largely due to a rejigged consumer price basket that puts more emphasis on phone fees, which have dropped sharply under government pressure, making it more difficult to gauge Japan's underlying inflation trend. Yield curve control under attack in Australia as traders bet on shift. Australia's sovereign bond yield surged Thursday after the central bank chose not to defend its yield target, raising speculation that it could adjust its policy guidance next week. The rate on the April 2024 note more than doubled, jumping as much as 30 basis points to 0.51%. That took the gap to the Reserve Bank of Australia's 0.1% target to the widest since yield control was introduced in March 2020. Governor Philip Lowe and his peers are being challenged by market expectations that they'll need to tighten policy more rapidly than previously thought. 
Data Wednesday showing Australia's core consumer prices rose at the fastest pace in six years helped spark a flattening in global sovereign yield curves, with Bank of Canada adding to the impetus by signalling a rate hike as early as April. Bank of Canada accelerates potential timing of rate hikes. The Bank of Canada ended its bond-buying stimulus program and accelerated the potential timing of future interest rate increases amid worries that supply disruptions are driving up inflation. In a statement Wednesday, policymakers led by Governor Tiff Macklem announced they would stop growing holdings of Canadian government bonds, ending a quantitative easing program that has poured hundreds of billions into the financial system since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. They also signaled they could be ready to hike borrowing costs as early as April, as supply constraints limit the economy. Today's main focus will be on the ECB meeting, Spanish and German CPI numbers, US jobless claims and US GDP. Thank you very much for listening and good luck out there today.